Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on today's ambitious podcast, I'm going to be talking to all of you out there in ambitious land about how to exit the matrix. (laughs) Are you ready to get weird AF? That is what's had to happen on today's Ambitious Podcast. But before I start, this podcast is brought to you by Grassroots Co-op. If you go on over to Grassroots Co-op and with your purchase of $150, you're going to get a huge discount. And all you have to do is put in Ambitious 30, Ambitious 30 to get that discount. We love ourselves some Grassroots Co-op. All right. On that was a little three dimensional, a little matrixy, but we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. Mama got to pay her bills over here. All right. So I want to break down to you like what the matrix is. And today we're going to talk about one aspect of escaping the matrix because there's so many different ways that we have to implement to get the fuck out of the matrix. Okay. So I want to start today's podcast with a little quote from one of my my favorite writers in the world, Charles Bukowski. How in the hell could a person enjoy being awakened at 6.30 a.m. by an alarm clock, leap out of bed, dress, force feed, shit, piss, brush teeth and hair, and fight traffic to get to a place where essentially you made lots of money for somebody else and were asked to be grateful for the opportunity to do so? Charles Bukowski is talking to my soul. So really take a moment right now to think of the peculiar way that most of us humans live. Right now, you're probably driving in your car or you're you know, on your treadmill, you're taking your baby for a walk, and you're like, hmm, sounds a little too close to my life. So think about it. We force ourselves to be jarred awake by the screaming siren that we call an alarm clock instead of rising when our body is done repairing itself from the actions of the previous day. Then we get dressed in constrictive clothing instead of attire that consists of free-flowing and airily expansive material. Next on the agenda, we drive our car for at least an hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic to sit and painstakingly work, usually at a job, that we have brainwashed ourselves or have been brainwashed by others to do, even though it makes us unhappy and sick and empty. Then eight insubstantial hours later, we get back in that same tin can and we wind up in the exact gridlock that we experienced earlier in the day. We arrive to a dreary and unimaginative domicile only to stuff our already toxic guts with food and alcohol that help us numb ourselves even deeper while watching mindless and frivolous television, for me it's the Kardashians or the Real Housewives, only to pass out 
aka sleep, just to repeat the same exact routine the following day for the rest of our fucking lives. Does this sound like a fucking nightmare to you? Because guess what? It's not a nightmare for many of us. And I was one of these people for a very long time. That was my life. And that is some of our lives as we know it today. And I know that we're in a global pandemic. So for many of us, we're not getting in the car. We're not doing all these things. But the car has now turned into our big fat asses sitting on a goddamn chair all day on Zoom after Zoom after Zoom after Zoom. It's not fucking healthy, guys. It's not healthy. So we have been fed a massive lie that says that this is the way it is. This is the way it's always been. And this is the way it always will be. So suck it the fuck up, buttercup, right? There is nothing healthy, fulfilling, and normal about this faux reality. The truth is, is that life can be strangely beautiful, overwhelmingly fulfilling, and intensely joyful if we break out of the program and escape the prison that we are all unawaringly living in. Ancestral tradition, hypnotic habits, and dogmatic belief systems have turned us all into mindless zombies who receive no joy out of life whatsoever. And we just continue to follow some predetermined path that has been handed to us from our caregivers and our family members and our teachers and our friends and society as a whole because, hey, they said so, so it must be fucking truth. This way of life, and I use those words loosely, is what many spiritualists and futuristic teachers call, quote unquote, the matrix. So right now, Whatever you, wherever you are in the world, you probably are getting pictures in your mind of Keanu Reeves turning himself into a slinky, right, to dodge bullets in the 1999 cyberpunk subgenre of the science fiction movie. If you've watched the Matrix trilogy, and if you haven't, I suggest you make it your homework this week. You will know that Neo, so that's Keanu Reeves' character, in a nutshell, decides to take the red pill and soon realizes that he, along with everyone else he has ever known in his entire lifetime, are plugged into, so they're actually plugged into this computer system by the back of their um, heads, their brainstem. And that life is actually a simulated reality run by secret agents called Smiths who can morph into whatever person they want to be to push their agenda and indoctrinate their narrative. In the movie, these shape-shifting agents hunt the woke. So they hunt people who are woke, who are not status quo, who are not part of the system. And they want to rid the matrix of all of these woke people. So if anyone that may possibly fuck up their agenda and may wake other people up, they want to get rid of them. Does this sound oddly familiar right now? So I'm not here to give you a movie review But I'm here to tell you that you and I and we, we together can choose to break out of this holographic prison. If we gather enough strength and courage and determination to get off this fucking merry-go-round that we have been thrown onto and awaken to the fact that we can truly transform the way that we're living, that our whole lives are going to change. So if you're ready to wake up, please keep listening. If not, I'll give you a moment to take the blue pill and go fucking nanite, go back to sleep because this podcast is not for you. All right. Did you take the red pill? 
Okay, you're still here. Hi, it's Katie motherfucking Boyd. <laughs> so proud of you, bitch, that you took the red pill and you're still here. So when we were born, we were all violently, violently plunged into the matrix. We are led to believe that we live in a solid physical and material world. We believe in the concept of time, past, the present, and the future. We believe that everything is just random, that everything is just coincidental, and that in all of this chaos, there's really no unity or unity consciousness. We were raised, and I was raised, through my family, through religion, through different ideas that we are to believe that the earth is all about duality and our experiences are all about duality. So duality is about like the good versus the light, the, you know, the light versus the dark and the good versus the evil and like heaven is versus hell. And, you know, it's, it's God against Satan. But this, you guys, listen to me, this is a three dimensional construct. Okay. This three-dimensional acceptance is actually what's keeping us in the matrix locked up in this prison. It's keeping us small, and it's keeping us weak, and it's keeping us, some of us literally and figuratively, but more figuratively, but some literally dead. As As soon as we believe in duality, none of us here can experience life the way that God and the universe intended it to be. So in the Bible, you guys, and I know that you're like, Katie, you're spiritual and you're not religious. I still believe in baby Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt. Don't fuck with me, okay? I am still Catholic. I still believe that there's a higher power called God. I didn't say that he was like some white boy sitting on a fucking cloud eating freaking, you know, beer nuts, okay? It's an energy. It's an energy. So in the Bible, in Luke, 17, it says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's right, folks. You are the creator of your heaven and you are the creator of your hell. And the kingdom of God is within you now. You just have to do the things that it takes to bring that out and make it into a three-dimensional reality. How do you desire your life to be? This is the big question here. How much happiness can you experience while you're here? Another big question. If, if people actually believe that life is a simulation like a computer game of sorts, or like a Nintendo. I always think about it as like Nintendo, right? Remember Mario, Super Mario Brothers? What did Mario want to do? He wanted to stomp on the Goombas, get the fucking gold coins, slay the dragon, and what? Rescue the princess. So if this is a simulation, then why not be triumphant and rescue her? The princess, y'all, is you. The princess is me. We have to rescue ourselves from the matrix. Okay, so let me get a little bit deeper. I know I haven't got weird enough yet, but I'm going to get a little bit deeper. Okay, the focus of escaping the matrix this week. So we're going into like this very deep dive into escaping the matrix, but the focus tonight or today or in the morning 
or wherever the hell you're listening to this. The focus right now is about getting away from one of the matrix's biggest fake constructs. And what is it? Social media. So why is social media one of the biggest constructs of the matrix? And why is it so harmful? Why is it so dangerous? Well, I'm going to tell you. And all of this comes from my own experience. So I'm not here telling you that I'm a psychiatrist or that I'm a computer person. I'm saying this from my own experience. Okay, I'm going to give you five reasons, in my opinion, why I think that social media is dangerous. All right, and then we're going to talk a little bit deeper about how we can remove ourselves from this harmful energy and escape the matrix and actually wrangle our lives from the three-dimensional into higher dimensions of consciousness, 5D, and, you know, really to experience the kingdom of heaven, okay? Number one, social media creates a false reality. Everyone I know, including myself, selectively only posts their highlight reels. You all know what I'm talking about. This is a filtered sterilization of our truth and our human experience here on earth. And we, including myself again, tend to forget all of this truth while mindlessly scrolling on our social media feeds and walls, etc. So in turn, many of us can fall into the depths of despair, as Anne of Green Gables would say, when we cannot seem to keep up with the alleged and supposed lives of our so-called friends. Dude, just fucking, please, let this just sink in for a, a hot second. When you see everyone's pictures with their husbands and you're like, oh God, I wish my husband was like that. I wish he would take selfies with me. You know what? He probably just got his fucking ass reamed because he wasn't holding the camera at the right angle that wouldn't give his wife a double chin. And I'm only saying this because I have done that to my own husband before. Okay. You don't know people's truths. You only see their highlight reel and you only see what they want you to see. How is this reality? No one's going to go on covered in baby vomit and be like, look at my fucking newborn just puked her formula all over. Good times, right? No one is going to show their husband passed out drunk on the couch once again. No one's going to do that. No one is going to do that. They're only going to show you the new Louis Vuitton bag they bought or the fucking vacation that they're at or the car that they're driving because that's what they want you to see. It's not fucking real, guys. And it's making us sick, and it's making us neurotic, and it's making us depressed, and it's making us anxious, okay? Number two, social media promotes echo chambers. What do I mean by this? The whacked out nature of social media means that you can follow all the people you like and ignore the ones that you don't. You can listen to all the narrative of all the people that look like you and act like you and think like you, and you don't have to listen to anyone else's experiences. You don't have to uh, go into anyone else's lives that maybe are not similar to yours, right? And then what happens in these echo chambers is everyone ends up just parroting the same ideas back and forth to each other. And this is what actually leads to the intolerance of our society and the small-mindedness. And I don't know if you haven't noticed, but we are all experiencing more and more of those two aspects that I just mentioned daily, and it is not a fucking coincidence, okay? So if you think that the world is getting worse, it's not. It's just that you are seeing it from this lens of social media, and it's fucking you up, okay? 
Remember that song by Billy Joel, like, we didn't start the fire? For some of you guys, you're like really young. Go Google that shit. Actually, don't Google it. Duck, duck, go it. Okay. But seriously, this has been going on. These atrocities have been going on since the fucking dawn of time. Okay. We're just seeing it all now. And this is why we feel hopeless and helpless and lost and scared and all these things. Our brains were not wired for this, guys. Our brains were not supposed to see everything. Our brains are actually, we're still living with a very reptilian, very primordial brain that we're only supposed to know what's happening within our little tiny tribe. We're not supposed to know what's going on in China. We're not supposed to know what's going on in Libya. We're not supposed to even really know what's going on in freaking the other side of our country. Now, do I like to be informed? Absolutely. I'm not a fucking dingling. I'm extremely educated, but there's days where I take in so much fucking information. By the end of the day, I'm like, I want off this earth. And I'm being very vulnerable right now. And I'm saying that because I know so many of you feel the exact same way. Number three, social media encourages narcissism, narcissism. So when you're sitting around all day and you're waiting for likes and shares and comments on your posts, this energy can swallow you up like a tidal wave of stimulus and reward. It's like fucking drugs, guys. It's drugs. You end up like a rat in a Skinner box and you don't even realize it until you're too deep. And when you're too deep, you really don't realize it because now you're in a whole other veil of reality. When posting is more about your own satisfaction and gratification, this ends up being the breeding ground for, let me hear you, let me hear you, narcissistic fuckfaces. Posting should be to serve, to spread love, and to provide value. Not to brag, not to gloat, and not to fucking shame or guilt other people. Or make them feel like they're not enough. Because I'm, I'm here to tell you that we all don't feel like we're enough right now. So no one needs your bitch ass telling them that they suck. Because guess what? They already think that they suck. And that is not what being ambitious is about. Being ambitious is grabbing your sister by the shoulder and fucking pulling her up, not pushing her down more. Number four, social media is a privacy risk. For some of you guys, you need to fucking check yourselves before you riggedy wreck yourselves because you bitches are posting that you're on fucking vacation, that you're over here, you're over there. Like you don't think that people watch your shit. You know how many people's houses and homes and, you know, apartments get broken into while they're on vacation because they posted it on their Instagram? A lot. So just scrolling through one's social media feed, you can learn a lot about a person, like where they live and where they're vacationing and who their children are and what they look like and where they go to school and so on and so on and so on. And this is not only scary, but this can be a huge safety risk. And in worst case scenarios, some people will make it their life's aim, okay? Their life's aim to dox you, to shame you, to stalk you, to hack into your accounts or my all-time favorite, the good old, you're canceled. You guys, that's, okay, so one part of the, one part of the fence is like, that's scary as shit. Think about it, right? But the other part is like, if you, you have to understand, like, if you're getting on social media every day and you're living like a life that a lot of people are jealous of, and you are getting up every day and you are serving and giving value to people and you're empowering them, Like, people don't like that. The people who still are living in a three-dimensional reality, they don't like that. 
they want to put you down. And you could say the wrong thing one day that someone could deem as sexist or racist or whatever. And all of a sudden, you lose your everything. You lose your home. You lose your business. You lose your reputation. You lose it all. Okay? So obviously, this is three-dimensional reality shit. This is not higher dimensions of reality because if you were living in the fifth-dimensional reality, you wouldn't give a fuck who's doxing you. You wouldn't give a fuck who's shaming you. You wouldn't even be fucked probably on social media. Okay? If you really had no ego and you really didn't give a fuck. But y'all, that is scary. And last but not least, social media sucks up so much precious time. So much. You go on TikTok. This is what happens to me. Like I'll go on TikTok. I'll be sitting on the couch. It's like my little outlet at night. And I'll just be like watching like cute puppy videos and sloth videos and whatever. And then all of a sudden, like three hours later, I'm like knee deep in like adrenochrome and fucking baby blood drinkers and pedophilia. And then I'm like, what the actual fuck am I doing here? So I could be taking, like, I'm always like, oh, I really should catch up with my piano playing. and I should really journal a lot more at night. I should read in a, a, more books. I should do this. I should do that. Well, guess what? If I wasn't knee deep in the fucking dark web at night, I probably would have more time to like, I don't know, a creative hobby or something artistic, or maybe I would be volunteering somewhere, or maybe, I don't know, just some fucking personal growth, <laughs> right? Okay. So those were, I mean, there's a million other reasons why, why social media is fucked but I only am going to give you five because we only have so much time here. All right. So now that I said all that shit, here is what my promise is to you going forward um, for the next, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many, but however my soul feels is the right number, um, how to escape the matrix, how to exit the matrix. So over the next how many, you know, weeks, my promise to you is I am going to really go deep into all the lies that we've been sold and told and, and we believe. And I'm going to help us all, including myself, rewrite the story for the rest of our lives so that we can truly live the rest of our lives, the best of our lives, and live in a fifth dimensional, a 5D consciousness, and live in the heaven is here and God is inside of us and we are God right? So that's my promise to you. So here's how we're going to start this week reprogramming ourselves from the 3D matrix reality. You guys ready? Okay. You're not going to like this, but I'm going to fucking say it. I don't really give a shit. Limit or even remove yourself from social media. Now, I don't say that has to be forever. I didn't say that has to be a week. It could be a day. It could be a day just to see how you feel after you don't fucking play on social media all day and waste your goddamn time jerking off. So if what I just said, limiting or even removing yourself from social media just made your butt cheeks clench, then you probably have a fucking addiction and you need uh, you need a good social media detox. So remember, guys, before I get into this, I want to just say this. Technology is here to serve us. It's not here for us to serve it. We have become slaves to the very thing that was supposed to help us liberate ourselves and unshackle ourselves and express ourselves and and really express ourselves and liberate ourselves through our voices and our thoughts and our ideas and what we write and what we say and how we show up. So if you guys have been following Ambitious for a really long time and you guys are like true Ambitious, you guys know that I pretty much hit a wall the last quarter of 2020. Um, when when the pandemic first happened, I was like showing up, over serving, giving of my time freely, wasn't charging. I was just like 
I was like, okay, this is my time. This is my mission. This is why I was put here. Um, when the when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And I was just like so hypervigilant and so adamant about helping and helping and helping and helping. And I burnt myself the fuck out. And then the last three months, I hit this like fucking wall, man. And I hit it going 100 miles an hour in a freaking Maserati, okay? I was so exhausted, so tired, like not even physically, mentally exhausted. It was literally like my soul was exhausted. You guys know what I'm talking about? And I was so exhausted from showing up every day and constantly posting and creating content and recording inspirational videos and checking all my social media outlets and responding back to DMs on Instagram and responding back to um, private messages on Facebook and responding back to the hundreds of emails that I get every day and all the comments on my pages and all the likes. And, you know, I have business pages and I have personal pages and it would like literally, when I tell you it was like a fucking part-time job, just like DJing my social media, like it was so excessive and it was so disgusting. And that's not even telling you about like my excessive, you know, my obsessive compulsive scrolling. And then I would like pick up my fucking phone like 500 times a day. I was literally taking dumps and like the phone was like on my lap. It was like a drug addict, like looking for her next fix. And I felt like I was just feeding this beast. Remember like in the Sandlot, remember that movie, the beast, the beast like lives next door to the, um, the baseball field. And then the ball goes over and the beast has the ball. Like I literally felt like I was feeding that fucking beast in Sandlot every day. And the fucker was never satisfied. No matter how much I fed it, it was never satiated. And I just got to the point where I like just decided to go rogue. And I was like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. I went live. And I want to tell you guys right now, I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails and, and um, phone calls and texts. And people were like, are you okay? Are you depressed? Like, I feel so bad. Are you okay? Are you depressed? I'm like, I'm not fucking depressed. I'm not, I'm more than okay. I'm fucking woke. I'm woke to the the fact that I have literally spent the last 10 years plus of my life feeding this beast that will never, ever be full. And I'm fucking done because I need to feed myself and I need to feed my soul. Okay. So if you're ready to really have true connectedness, not only with other people, okay, don't, don't twist my words, not only with other people, with yourself, with your soul, with your true authentic self, here's what to do. Number one, deactivate all of your social media. You don't have to like like uh, erase it, just deactivate it. Number two, tell everyone that really matters to you. And you can even go live or you can post like, Hey guys, I'm deactivating my Facebook by the end of the week, or I'm deactivating my Insta or my TikTok or my Twitter or whatever the hell, you know, Pinterest, my fucking LinkedIn. I don't know what you guys use. There's a million different things now. And just say like, and if you want to like, if you want to be part of my life, like inbox me in the next week and I'll give you my cell phone. Like, like old school. Then the next thing to do is uninstall all social media apps. So like take them off your phone because if they're on your phone, you're going to be bored one day in the doctor's office and, or like getting your nails done or whatever, and you're going to go back on it. And if it really gets bad, then block all your social media sites on your laptop, on your PC, on your phone, wherever. And then therefore replace social media with another activity. Okay. So the other activity could be anything. It could be like banging your man, right? It could be horseback riding. It could be anything from your happy list from last week's podcast, right? And then and then, if you really truly desire connection with other people, there's ways, and I'm going to talk to you about it in a second. 
So are you ready to take the plunge and disconnect yourself from the matrix? But are you afraid that especially in these lonesome times because of the pandemic that you will go into a deeper hole of loneliness? I know that this is like, this all sounds like a pipe dream. Everyone's like, yeah, this is all well and good, Katie. But like, I I live alone and like my family lives in Europe. Like I have nobody. Social media is the only way that I see what people are doing. Well, I have, I have something to help with that. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm here to give you an unbridled and restorative alternative. Excuse me. I'm choking on my spit because I'm frothing at the mouth because I'm literally so intense about this. So a few months ago, my online business manager, Kim and my soul sister, we put our heads together and we actually were like, what if we had our own app? And it was like a social media app, but it was actually real and it was social and it was about connection, not just like talking about like Trump's bad, Biden's bad, all that. Like, I don't like what it's not just politics. It's everything. It's even like, you know, someone posts a picture of like their meal and people like, oh, that's unhealthy. You really shouldn't eat that. It's like fucking mind your business, bitch, what I put in my mouth. You've had cocks in your fucking mouth all day. And I didn't say anything about your cocks in your mouth. So shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So. I was really thinking deeply with this with Kim, and we found this this company called Mighty Networks. And through this Mighty Networks, we started our own ambitious sisterhood. And now what's so cool is people from all over the world can choose to come to this community feed and and ask real questions and you know learn more about their spiritual awakenings and and really step into conscious living. They can meet other like-minded women from all over the world and forge real and true and authentic relationships. They can experience my protocols. They can experience my many masterminds. They can do book club with us. And every week I also do complimentary office hours for everybody on my network. So like last week I read everybody's cards and I did a meditation. Sometimes I'll do sound healing. Like every week, you know, it might be a guided guided meditation that I create for inner child healing, like whatever it is. Every week I have these complimentary office hours. And they can be invited to events where spiritual evolution and a supportive community is our number one aim. They can experience what it truly means to live an ambitious life. So, you know, I have been feeling this pull in my soul for so long and I kept fighting it. And the more I fought it, the more depressed and the more anxious and the more unhappy I became. And I started to realize like, how can you, pre- I started to say to myself, like, Katie, how can you fucking preach all this shit to all these women and you're doing the exact thing that you're telling them not to do? It's wrong, you know? And like, I have been moving away from social media for a really long time. And, you know, I have been off Facebook probably for now, like two weeks now. And I'm telling you, I have so much more time to do the things that actually matter to me. And I don't have to scroll and see everybody ripping each other apart over politics, over race, over sexism. Like, we can actually, I can actually, and we as a community can actually experience like what it really means to be in a supportive community. And I can control what I read and I can control who's on it. And I can control like who I choose to spend my time with. And I want to be social. I don't want this, this fake sense of being social on like through Facebook and through Instagram and all these different things. Being social and having a tribe and a community and a sisterhood is actually the way that we are supposed to live our lives. It's ingrained in our DNA. So I'm here right now to invite you over to my app so you can all experience the freedom and the liberation it means to be off social media, the social media that is controlling you and censoring you and 
And honestly, I'm over it. So I'm going to leave you with this. And this is one of the best quotes from The Matrix by Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne's character. You can take the blue pill, the story ends, and you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I will show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. So if you're ready to escape the matrix and you're ready to have real relationships that are fulfilling with like-minded, loving, kind people, then get on over to www.kbmfc.com. And then all you have to do is just open the little hamburger and scroll down and it's going to say, join the community. You just press on that, put in your name. Kim and I will reach out to you. We'll invite you to the app because it's invitation only. And you will truly experience what it really feels like to be seen and to be heard and to be loved and to be part of something bigger than yourself. (sighs) I'm glad I got this off my chest today. So I usually say see you next Tuesday, but I don't know if I'm going to see you next Tuesday. I don't know. I might be I might be going deeper down the rabbit hole. You never know. I love you guys and I'm proud of you and I see you. And I truly desire for you and I to stay ambitious. Mwah.